This podcast is brought to you by Wealthwave, the How Money Works company, improving the financial literacy of our communities so families can dream again. To learn more, visit wealthwave.com slash Austin Hogan. Hello, and thank you again for joining us on our Embracing Adversity podcast. Uh, I am Amy Torres, founder and executive director of Paul's Place Support for Families, where we're bringing you different stories of adversity where we can help to inspire you to get through your own adversity or someone you may know. Uh, today, I am speaking with Palermo Galindo. He is uh, very well known in the Fort Wayne community, um, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, that's where we met. Right now, you just started a new position with Indiana Tech. You're the program director for LAMPRO. Yes. Um, and you're also uh, chairman for the Indiana Commission for Hispanic and Latino Affairs. Is that exactly. Correct? All right. Correct. Good, so I got, you got it. it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> So, um, so we're also kicking off Hispanic Heritage Month, so it's a great time for us to chat today and to talk about different things that uh, you and I, and more specifically, you have gone through, um, you know, some adverse times um, growing up and into today's community. So um, let's just start real quick then. Um, tell us where you were born and raised and how you came to Fort Wayne. Sure, sure. Well, I want to thank you again for the opportunity mm-hmm. to be here in your podcast. Um, hopefully some of the words that we exchange here will inspire others. I'm sure. looking forward to this exchange. Um, I was born and raised in um, Mexico. So I was born in Mexico City, but at age of four or five, I, I, I live with my mom left to go to her home state of Morelos. Okay. So it's uh, two hours south of Mexico City. Okay. So it's not, it wasn't that far, but um, so I grew up there. So when people ask me where you're from, I usually say Morelos because that's that's right. where I, I mm-hmm. went through uh, kindergarten, middle school, high school, and so forth. Okay. Yes, and then at the age of 15, uh, uh, my dad brought uh, brought me to San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And uh, I started uh, just going to high school, uh, ninth grade, and not knowing any English, mm-hmm. not knowing anything about the culture, everything. So it was a brand new everything for sure, me. Sure, sure. Well, I think it may have been a little bit easier transition going in San Antonio as, a, as opposed to starting way up north here, so in Indiana, but... Yes, yeah. well, again, you know, uh, you have to learn about um, the language, mm-hmm. and with young people, we were all speaking English. There were some people that were speaking Spanish, so mm-hmm. I had to really adapt to the different circles so within the high school that I was at. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. All right, so... From there, you're 15 and in high school in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. How, where did you go from there? Did you come straight to Fort Wayne or Chicago, any other city or where? Yes, from um, uh, the after graduating from high school at age um, 18, I, I um, stayed there for maybe one more year. I went to community college, San Antonio College, mm-hmm. um, and I always liked graphic arts. My dad, my brother was doing graphic arts, and so I was. Uh, inspired to kind of follow him and mm-hmm. uh, I took some classes there and then um, there was this was m- late 80s so uh, there was a big um, job loss throughout the whole state so mm-hmm. my dad got uh, um, let go my brother got let go so we decided to go to Chicago where he had friends there okay. that um, invited him to to go so we went to chicago mm-hmm. um that was a big change again from coming from texas mm-hmm. to chicago uh again that's something new to uh, learn and adapt about mm-hmm. you know from 
San Antonio is a sizable city, but mm -hmm. going to Chicago, it's an even bigger city. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, so I had to learn a lot, mm -hmm. taking the transit and uh, just move to move around and figure out things mm -hmm. by myself. Okay. All right. Good. Mm -hmm. Definitely a huge learning curve, I'm sure. Big city like that. <laughs> it had, yes, it was a very okay. big city. Yes. So then from Chicago, where did you go on from there? Uh, from Chicago, lived there for another five years and then came to uh, Fort Wayne. Okay. And have the family that got transferred from General Motors to mm -hmm. in Chicago to here, and always talk about Fort Wayne, how mm -hmm. uh, quiet it was, mm -hmm. affordable, and um, just a very nice place. So I, I came a few times and uh, enjoyed the the city, and of course the, there was a big change from Chicago to here. So I decided to make Fort Wayne my city. Uh, the people left, uh, they went back to Chicago, and I decided to stay. I enrolled at uh, IPFW back mm -hmm. then, Purdue for Way Now, mm -hmm. and um, continued my studies with graphic arts. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Good, good. So, and I know you had a, a, a show that you had uh, locking your pictures. Some of your different graphic, or not graphic designs, but some of your artwork was, was posted a couple years ago, wasn't that? Indiana yes. Team of Art? Yeah, okay. so throughout throughout the, my, my life as a student, and then I, I did uh, some professional work as photographer, mm -hmm. I um, always try to participate in um, exhibits to, mm -hmm. to showcase some of my artwork, and I always wanted to showcase my side of, you know, as a Latino, Hispanic, Mm -hmm. person of Mexican descent, some of the highlights of, of what I grew up. So one of my shows uh, when I graduated from uh, college was photography, and most of my photographs were from back home, okay. black and white infrared, mm -hmm. which was uh, an incredible medium to work with, mm -hmm. uh, and it's just uh, a lot of people really enjoyed those, and mm -hmm. that gave me more... Uh, security to continue to mm -hmm. the focus confidence. on mm -hmm. on f uh, photographing people so um, um, over the time i had the exhibit at Artlink and then mm -hmm. indiana tech actually i did okay. not know the uh, curator for indiana tech mm -hmm. asked me to get um, some photographs put them together and um, we had an exhibit in indiana tech it was fantastic okay. and i was very grateful for that opportunity yeah that's awesome yeah yes. that featured in school that's yes. great well mm -hmm. great so what what sort of um, I mean I know what sort of adversity you have gone through I'm sure going through through different things through coming in from a different country and then traveling to two larger bigger cities um, what what kind of um, adversity do you want to share with us then Well I think adversity is um, of of how to adjust to change mm -hmm. I think that's um, a lot of people don't like change and and. I, as I live now here for over 25 years in, in Fort Wayne, um, there's resistance to change, mm -hmm. and, and that's everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but cities, towns, and people that continue to change and adapt mm -hmm. continue to grow and are become becoming more uh, of a hub of where people really want to come and see what's going on in Fort Wayne. Sure. Why is it changing? You mm -hmm. know. Um, so I think I've been a, a, a person to to be able to adapt and, and see what are the changes and, and how do you fit into those changes, you know. Okay. For myself, I, I had to continue to um, 
network with people. Mm -hmm. um, uh, when I made the decision to make Fort Wayne my city, I was very serious about it because I saw the tremendous opportunities mm -hmm. to to make change and positive uh, contributions to the city. Sure. And I, I, I started from not knowing anyone to now 20 some years later representing the city mm -hmm. uh, at uh, local, regional and international level. So oh, wow. it's yeah. been a, a fantastic journey. And I, I will just tell people that, um, yes, change is not good, not comfortable. Right. <laughs> not comfortable at all. But I, I believe that there's ways that you, you can utilize your uh, skills to make contributions to it. So. Mm -hmm. um, I, I will say, you know, uh, the way I did it, for instance, I, I will, I'm very observant of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and I might not speak a lot at meetings or other places, and uh, but I'm always learning and figuring out things, mm -hmm. you know, internally. Uh, and by doing that, I am able to understand the, the, the way things have go, you know, mm -hmm. Especially at city level, on uh, politics or in education and so forth. So, mm -hmm. uh, community engagement is it's it's a big word, but a lot of people don't know. Okay, so what does that mean? Right. You know, right. Right. <laughs> so it's it's actually getting out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. zone and actually talking to people. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes it's very difficult. Very tiring sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I understand that. And so all that as as life, I am an introvert, so it's hard for me to do this. But um, I now see it after all this time that I have skills that I could provide and share, you know, it's just things like this, for instance, mm -hmm. that where we are uh, talking about something that is important for some people mm -hmm. and hopefully they will make a change in their life. So mm -hmm. being adaptable, observant, and then when you have the resources or you have that information where you can make a sound decision, then you can do that. You mm -hmm. know, either going to a business, starting something, a program, mm -hmm. you know, just like you. So congratulations with Paul Place. You. I know there's a lot of things you're done and mm -hmm. I wanna congratulate you for Thank that. You. Thank you. I mm -hmm. appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's definitely um definitely a huge learning curve when you're going through changes mm -hmm. you know uh, I, I'm also an introvert really mm -hmm. um, but I do like meeting and networking with other people I like to learn things and that's where I learn the most is just by observing people as well seeing how you know like I said in politics or in government services or community engagement just seeing how people relate to each other how the dynamics are where one person is going to act one way, not necessarily a bad or good way, but there's a different demeanor with one person. Mm -hmm. But then when they're in with another group of people, it's almost a little bit different demeanor too. So, you know, I pick up on a lot of those things and I'm learning a lot from watching people too. So I yes. definitely understand that. And and I've, I don't know if it's just me as the middle child growing up, I've noticed those dynamics too and just really applying it to life. You know, Great. where, you know, you see everything that's happening and you, I can kind of take a step back and not necessarily be talkative or anything, but just be very observant. I'm like, okay, now I know my way to go, my mm -hmm. strategy. This is going to be my strategy coming forward. So, and I think that has been definitely instrumental in helping Paul's place and get 
out there and out there um, within the community and and even more you know with what we're, we've got launching now soon so but yeah it's definitely definitely tiring sometimes working with <laughs> a lot yes. of people <laughs> right you know, introverts we need to go back and recharge and yes. go back out again <laughs> so. yes and and that's a, a skill that um, actually over time has been developed and and the way I um, utilize it now before I used to get tired now I utilize the energy from from the room when mm-hmm. I'm speaking and turning that around and projecting and then getting it back so it's 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 uh, not tiring anymore actually I'm uh, uh, accelerating after a meeting and I'm like ready to go and it's okay. like all right let's go for it so <laughs> it's a big switch that I have done from when I first started mm-hmm. to now work that usage of, of the energy around the room it's mm-hmm. really uh, empowering and um it takes it takes time and skill but mm-hmm. you know it's it's a good way to yeah. to really relate to people and then you find that when there's that that communication uh two-way communication then you're you're more uh, assertive and then you're more able to provide mm-hmm. those the resources or the answers for people sometimes you know i tell people it's like i might not have all the answers or, or I have the answer that you might not like it mm-hmm. but here are your options and you know given those and I'm very truthful because um, I don't like to um, promise something I cannot deliver mm-hmm. and and I think that's what people have seen uh, me do throughout the years and that's why the the repetition I have within the community that I I, I do what I, I I can and then Mm-hmm. If if there's more that I can do, well, I'll provide that. But I not never overpromise things. So sure. you know, it's it's. Um, I I feel very um, honored to to be asked to to be in different different committees and mm-hmm. communities and organizations where, uh, you know, there's the little contribution that you think you do does does a larger impact in the communities mm-hmm. and throughout the state yes yes it does i've definitely seen that with some of my board members they're like oh i don't think i'm helping as much i'm like no whatever you're doing it it's helping tremendously so i mean you may not be full-time like i'm doing it but you're definitely helping yes. you know what you're contributing to and i need all the help i can get too so. right <laughs> <laughs> yes so, yes everyone need, always needs good help so mm-hmm. so that's great that's awesome so um so yeah you were actually very how long did you spend within as a city liaison then with fort wayne that was quite a quite a time wasn't yes it? i spent uh, about 12 years and mm-hmm. two months yes okay yes. so and that that was just a recent change then you did too so correct yeah so now it, we're working with indiana tech so tell us about that program then. yes indiana tech has a, a program that is a, a master's in business administration mm-hmm. uh in spanish and they are um collaborating with the company in Chile, mm-hmm. South America, and that co- uh, company provides the marketing, the advertising, the recruiting, mm-hmm. and then setting out that the students for us. Once we get those students, uh, we go through the mission process, mm-hmm. and also for, for professors, they're gonna be teaching their classes because this program is, in, is totally in Spanish. Okay. Once they, they uh, complete the program they get a diploma from indiana tech with a master in business administration and there there's some certifications as well okay yes and it's um a new program mm-hmm. and it's getting uh, a great success throughout throughout the the, the latin america okay. um 
We have students from Mexico, Peru, Ecuador. Wow. Yes, okay. just uh, about everywhere. And uh, we're looking into growing this this market. And that was uh, I. Um, that was the reason I was hired because I'm bilingual. Mm -hmm. I'm able to uh, communicate with people in Chile. Mm -hmm. uh, we meet through our you know, media software, mm -hmm. and then one-on-one um, -on -one and, and answer emails for students. And mm -hmm. I have a great uh, person that is working uh, with me, Catherine, who is also bilingual, and you know mm -hmm. she's just doing a lot of things and, okay. and uh, I'm grateful because I'm learning so yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually helping me to understand all the process and it's it's a uh, every day is something different mm -hmm. and, and I, that's what I enjoy uh, going to a university setting just the same what I did as a community liaison you know mm -hmm. just uh, um, finding different things that the citizens need mm -hmm. and you know provide those so it's it's a uh, just a different setting but uh, helping and that's part of what i do mm -hmm. and, and i feel that fulfills me uh, trying to help people sure, throughout the sure. city or throughout the mm -hmm. continent that's great that's great and hoping that you know is there an opportunity then for when those students graduate with the with the masters are there is the hope for them to to work here within the states or have that opportunity to like do a job share or something you know here or wherever I guess. Um, most most of the time they do um, get their their masters, and they they might come to for the ceremony, mm -hmm. and then they go back to their countries basically because okay. they're already established families, sure. and they have uh, a good job opportunities there. Mm -hmm. So they they want to enhance their careers by having an American uh, diploma mm -hmm. with from a respectable university. Sure. That has been in in over ninety years in in in, cool. in Fort Wayne, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a great opportunity for them, and uh, I believe that this program will continue to grow as as time goes by. Sure. So it's within a year, right. we'll okay. definitely we'll see how it goes. When, oh yes, it's going to be so great. That's awesome. That sounds great. So, <laughs> yes. so is there a story or a situation like either wherever you worked at, whether it was in college or? Um, working with the city department or um, probably not enough experience there with Indiana Tech, but different the different organizations you've been involved with where just something stood out like it could be a game changer one way or another, either good or bad, where, okay, let's calm everything down, let's take a step back and kind of relook at everything and kind of observe and like, okay, this is the path that I'm going to take. It's going to be a more positive path. Um, is there a story that you want to share with us about that? Or um, Yes, definitely. Um, there's many stories, and I think that's something that stands out for me. It's uh, been able to participate in the census. So I started in 2009 with the city, and the census was coming up in mm -hmm. 2010. So I, I work with my colleagues with the city and then also the um, organizations that uh, uh, were established before I, 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 I went in to collaborate with the census. So in 2010, we did a pretty pretty good job mm -hmm. counting our communities that are historically undercounted mm -hmm. because, again, there's mistrust on the census, mm -hmm. the, the, the questionnaires, mm -hmm. and uh, all that, right? Um, that really gave me a, a understanding how we we need to educate our communities mm -hmm. and the, I took the stand and said well hopefully if I st stick around mm -hmm. I know 2020 is coming up 10 years from now 
and I will do my best to get this this happening. So um, time went by, uh, 20, 2019 uh, came, and then the preparations for the census started. And I was really uh, happy to collaborate with so many um, different communities. So mm -hmm. we have Burmese communities, Congolese, Hispanic mm -hmm. communities, um, Koreans, mm -hmm. Vietnamese. And, and so we had a good network of, of people, and those have been established since when I started all the way to mm -hmm. um, uh, 10 years later. The overall response for the census was great, even though we have the pandemic mm -hmm. that really hamper the, the efforts of going out to the houses and sure. not. Um, we learned how to... Um, Utilize video, <laughs> and actually, I went out and and I asked people in the in, in our communities to share a minute or two about the importance of the census in their own language. Oh, nice! And then we had those those um, those videos on different um, social media mm -hmm. that we had. Uh, we had a website for for our um, Fort Wayne counts. That's mm -hmm. what our motto was: mm -hmm. Fort Wayne counts. And I tell you, the the response was great. Even though we uh, we had the pandemic, we as um, the historically undercounted communities were really counted this time, and we had a good uh, good understanding how we can reach out. And so I had again people from different communities talk mm -hmm. about it, and that made the sense of how just by filling out the census, mm -hmm. how much money our city receives to mm -hmm. provide services for sure. for the students, for hospitals, for fire department, mm -hmm. for uh, non-for-profits mm -hmm. as well, and, and uh, housing, and there are so many things that mm -hmm. the census uh, provides. And by educating the people, we're, we were able to get more people to uh, join and say, oh, I want to do a video, sure. you know. Okay, oh, that's <laughs> and, fun. And it, it was very fun. <laughs> oh, so good. I will go with my phone and then just, <laughs> right. you know, record, and, and it was fun. So, uh, you know, there we have we have it on social media, and just go Fort Wayne Counts, mm -hmm. and you can just check all those videos in French, Arabic, Spanish, uh, and other sure, other languages. Sure. Oh, good, mm -hmm. good. Burmese. Yes, yes, we mm -hmm. definitely have a very large Burmese population mm -hmm. here. So, well, that's good. You definitely helped increase the the dollars that Fort Wayne gets through yes. help educating the the different community, the diverse communities we have here, and just kind of easing their attention of why we need this information. So that's yes. really great, and I'm sure the videos helped for for sure. Definitely. Where it's you know someone in within their community saying it's important so. yes well, well the impact that we get is 10 years you yeah. know once we receive the money is for 10 years so definitely it's a big impact and, sure. and that's why i'm very proud of mm -hmm. particip that have participated in that and collaborated with so many wonderful people in mm -hmm. our community well good yeah we definitely have a very wonderful pool of people here in fort wayne definitely mm -hmm. very diverse very philanthropic and very um heart uh, heartfelt people here who want to help, who want to help make things easier and better for our community, which is always great. So, it is. Yeah. It is oh, fantastic. Good. Oh, good. So tell us about the work that you do then with the Hispanic Coalition then. 
Yes, so um, I'm the chairman for the Indiana Commission on Hispanic Latin Affairs. Okay. So we are a nonpartisan um, organization that mm -hmm. serves all the Latinos in, 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 uh, in the state of Indiana. So we have uh, now a director that really provides that outreach. And as a board members, uh, we have senators, we have um, state representatives, mm -hmm. and then appointees. I was appointed by Senator Long okay. uh, a few years back, and now reappointed by Senator, uh, another senator that mm -hmm. made our, our, our work together better. And um, it's a good, good group of people, you know, mm -hmm. talking about Fort Wayne. Now we talk about uh, this, the whole state. So we have people representing from Northwest Indiana mm -hmm. to Southeast Indiana and so forth. Um, there's uh, information that we can provide for uh, different non-for-profits or organizations that want to collaborate with the mm -hmm. Indiana Commission on Latino Affairs. And um, just go to our website. So it's ishla, so I-C-H-L-A okay. dot gov. Okay. And then you can just uh, check in. It's dot in dot gov. Um, so ishla, Indiana Commission on Hispanic Latino Affairs. And um, we provide support throughout mm -hmm. the, the, the the state to different agencies. And uh, we want to educate and also learn about what are the needs as well. Mm -hmm. So in 2019, we did a, um, listening sessions in three different areas through the state. So it was north, uh, northeast, the uh, in Indianapolis well, would be the middle region, mm -hmm. and then southeast on Evansville. Mm -hmm. And so we asked people in, the, in all these communities to provide what are the essentials that they ha they need, mm -hmm. and what are the, the things that they want to see uh, for our commission to to provide? So we tabulated all the answers. The director, the former director, did that and provided a report. And this report is given to the legislature and also to go the governor's office. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's a very um, um, fulfilling job, mm -hmm. or not job, but well, it's kind of job. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's still kind of a job. <laughs> yes, a, uh, volunteer, mm -hmm. you know, a, uh, opportunity to do this. And, and really, um, you, you get a, a scope of, of some of the needs. Some of the, the needs, again, is they're about the same, but there's mm -hmm. in each uh, region or, or um, mm -hmm. communities a little bit of different in as well. So what they're living through. And uh, so I encourage people that are listening to to go and, and look for that report. Okay. And if not, uh, I could give you my information sure. and then yeah. I can provide that for yeah, them. So the it is it's important for people to know what's going on in Evansville and Indianapolis mm -hmm. and Goshen or mm -hmm. other other areas oh, through our state. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you. But definitely very important work as well. So mm -hmm. um, it just helps people, um, you know, with, with the information you're getting passed on to legislation definitely helps increase the the opportunities for for different community for our hispanic community here in, in the indiana so um you know it, it helps people get through adversity too you know definitely it just you know if more things are put in place for the community then it you know when things like the pandemic happen mm -hmm. you know 2020 and into 2021 it definitely helps you know, people go through those different changes and, and kind of absorb what needs to be done and understand, okay, this is it's not comfortable, but this is kind of going to be, you know, how things are going to be for a while or in the future. So um, that definitely helps 
with everyone as well. So oh, yes, I, yeah. yes. I, yeah. And um, that's one of the uh, um, missions to really represent mm -hmm. our communities throughout the state and, and finding those needs and provide uh, that support that, sure. that is needed. So um, I'm glad that there's, uh, again, senators and representatives mm -hmm. that, are that do take their time and show up mm -hmm. at the meetings and, and are very engaging. Yeah. And um, so we are moving forward with this organization. So um, again, it was honored to be a um, reelected chairman for, sure. the, for the second year. Right. So yeah, that's been great. Okay. Um, so again, with the, as you mentioned, pandemic, we were really... Uh, Mm -hmm. Tested. Yes, <laughs> I think everyone. <laughs> everyone has tested. tested so, yes, yes to, I'm to, sure. to work and collaborate and make things move forward mm -hmm. for the organization mm -hmm. and all our organization mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So yes. Yeah, definitely the embracing the, the the adversity or the change or you know looking at changes differently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, before no one really wanted to do the Zoom meetings and, and now it's kind of like common, like, hey, you want to meet by Zoom or you want to meet, you know, by phone call now. So it's mm -hmm. like it's definitely helping um, the community adjust to, you know, what our new norms are now as opposed to, you know, what we were doing before. So I think it's, you know, it's and for some people, it's very time efficient, you know, going through Zoom meetings, you know, more so now than, than the, what they had been doing before. But, um, you know, I think overall it, it's, you know, people are adjusting you know it's it's getting better and hopefully we'll be able to get through this a little bit easier now and you know by the end of this year and into next year now let's let's help everything kind of everything kind of gets you know better you know yes. health-wise for everybody too so that's definitely definitely a huge issue that uh, that everyone needs to think about too you know it's can't go back to the way it was you know was it really that great too so it's it's always you know something that we need to look at observe everything you know overall and kind of okay this is going to be for the better eventually yes. so well, evolving again you know we yeah. are we're uh looking around and it's time to evolve and change mm -hmm. and that's part of the of the growth of a citizen to mm -hmm. a city to a country sure. in the world actually so yeah. definitely um you know something like this had to happen and i mean that happened hundred years ago mm -hmm. with the, the, the other pandemic and um, so yes it's mm -hmm. um, a way to learn and, and f find out things again and not get caught up in just uh, everyday yeah, stuff so now know. it's like you gotta strategize and think about okay well I don't have to do <laughs> <laughs> sure sure <laughs> well good mm -hmm. okay so is there one piece of advice then anything else you'd want to share with our listeners or vis our viewers about um, having how to brace adversity or get through something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I gone through. I actually I had a um, uh, a, t a message uh, from a friend um, that you know say hello how you know sure. how you doing and so forth, and uh, she said, well, I'm I'm glad you you you're okay. August, it's you know it's it's a hard year. I mean a hard month for you and. I'm glad you're doing fine. And I say, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of things have changed over time. So I'll, I'll share with you uh, August's way is, is so difficult. So August um, 17, my mom passed away in 2009. Okay. And, uh, and then my son passed away in, in August 10. Oh, he was uh, 16, uh, well, 15 years old, I'm sorry. But, and so it's been five years in, uh, or six years. 
and it's 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 hard. Mm -hmm. And I also had an accident where my SUV rolled over, oh and uh, at the end of the month in oh, wow. <laughs> August. So August this, has been very difficult. August? Yes, this oh, wow. just a few weeks ago. Wow. And um, so it's uh, it's been a, a hard every time that mm -hmm. time comes in of of the new month, you know, July, and then August hits. I'm like, oh, so it's been a um, one of the hardest things, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. losing your parents, like losing my son, and losing uh, when almost pa you know passing mm -hmm. myself. Um, you really learn about to appreciate life and, and the moments with family mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, the people that surround you, good friendships and and you focus on okay what what can I do to make life better for for my my children my two girls and also my community mm -hmm. and, and again uh, um, I used to think about well if I do this big project may, maybe that will be you know something that it's will contribute but I think uh, over time now I learned that by just providing small steps or more small contributions mm -hmm. really do help and mm -hmm. doesn't need to be a huge project that uh many people look at you mm -hmm. know it, it could be actually pro things that people may not even know that I did you know and mm -hmm. I think those are more fulfilling for me but they already made an impact for families and sure. in, a, in a different country mm -hmm. um, um, again um, this year has been uh, great you know mm -hmm. uh, I um, closure with the city and uh, I, I'm very grateful the opportunity mm -hmm. that the mayor and all the staff gave me at the city and learned a lot and, and I gave my best to them to sure. you know that lasted over 12 years so uh, and so I think we have a great great relationship with them and mm -hmm. also now I'm grateful for the opportunity to work with Indiana Tech and actually you know it was all I started in um August, my first weekend in August. So I think it was great. You yeah, know, a uh, positive thing. A very August, positive very thing. Positive. And um, my colleagues at uh, Indiana Tech have been great and, yeah. you know, very patient with me because I'm learning so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then my children, you know, my children, mm -hmm. we got together. We were able to talk about my, my son Palermo mm -hmm. and, um, you know, see him in a different light, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. It's, uh, you know, um, sharing the great memories we had together, and mm -hmm. and um, learning like, well, you know, he was here for fifteen years, and I mean, I'm as a photographer, I have so many photos of him and, mm -hmm. and our kids, and every time I get, you know, a every day I get a a, a photo from the the photos that the albums that I have and, mm -hmm. and it's it's great, you know. Mm -hmm. Um and and that really um keeps me grounded, all mm -hmm. the things that I done and the relationships that I have relationships that I have with people are, you know, very uh, meaningful. So mm -hmm. I'm here to do well and do a good job. And um and there's and I also have to understand there's 
other places or people that might not have the same mm-hmm. view or as me or or uh, the same goal so i'll step away and then mm-hmm. move to a different place yeah. where there's so i understand that there's um a, a places for you but not all the places mm-hmm. and i think that's what people sometimes don't feel uh comfortable because like well they you know, I don't agree with them, but I'm not going to be able to, you know, work together. So I just say, well, this is not mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. So I move away and then sure. continue to work in, in, at my pace mm-hmm. and enjoy what is this time that we're together. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely very healthy outlook on that where, mm-hmm. you know, y- y- different things may not... Um, you know, there, there could be differences, you know, if it's if it's that much of, of you know, things to look at, then, then stepping away might be the healthiest for mm-hmm. everyone all around. So, so right. but that's good. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's very good. Very, I'm sorry to hear about your son passing and, of course, your, your mom as well. That's, it's always hard when, when anyone close to you passes. Oh, yes, so, yes. Thank um, you. Appreciate that. Glad you survived the accident and are doing okay. No mm-hmm. no other issues or anything. So. Right, yes. Good, good. So we definitely want to keep you around and help improving our city and our community and, and um, you know, hope that uh, we can help, you know, help you as well in different things and different aspects. Oh, it's so. my pleasure. Thank All you. Right. Thank right. you. Thank you. So... Um, thank you again for coming out today. I appreciate it so much. Um, really looking to help, um, you know, get more stories out there on embracing adversity and helping people get through their own adversity. So we hope someone will be able to, to, um, to be inspired by you. I know I am. So mm, I appreciate you. you coming out today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you again, folks, for joining us on our Embracing Adversity podcast. Join us again in two weeks where we have more stories of adversity where we hope to inspire you to get through your difficult times or help someone you love get through some of their own difficult times. If you have any questions about Paul's Place, what we do, um, how you can help Paul's Place, you can always go to our website at www.paulsplace.org. Thank you, and we will see you soon. Is your current financial advisor really listening to you or just waiting for their turn to talk? Hi, I'm Gwen Rupert, your Fort Wayne Edward Jones financial advisor, and I am here ready to listen. I want to know what's important to you. I want to learn about your goals so that together we can put you on the financial path that's just right for you. Call me at 260-625-3524 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today.